The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Your boy Eric Anders is here. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Oh, he's getting desperate Whoa! already. Eric Anders knocks Vinicius Mode out. Eric Anders will be our guest today. Jimmy. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Yes, Matt. I'm sorry. For what? I didn't give you a hug today. That's okay. You walked in and we were, I was watching... Uh, uh, As keep talking. The Craig uh, uh, fight. Uh, that's okay, buddy. No, no problem. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. Sorry about that, UFC. Alonzo Menafield against uh, uh, Paul Craig. I was watching that fight. I know. What a great card. Did you I enjoy mean, the great. fights? I love the fights. I sure could pick them, Jimmy. Not really. I don't know how we did... <laughs> Do you have our picks? We normally don't open this show with our picks. Do we? Wait, anybody have our picks nobody, that we did last week? Nobody. Yeah, oh, we, well, we didn't do all of them. We only did one. Oh, nah, okay. Your memory's getting like mine. It's bad, dude. Listen, we're getting this shit in order. From now on, we're going to be doing picks. <laughs> Starting yeah. with next weekend. Next weekend. That's right. I, we'll do I, was, just, I was just watching the countdown special on it. You are? Yes. Uh, Amanda Nunes versus um, Holly Holm. Oh, that's right. That is That's an intriguing fight. The whole the whole uh, card is good. That's Jones uh, Santos, and, and people are counting Santos out. I he, love. He's a lot uh, smaller than I thought, though. When you see him next to Jones, yeah, he's, he looks big. But then you saw him next to Jones, you're like, oh yeah, I forgot how big John Jones is. It's just the name. Even though John Jones, and we're gonna talk about the fights. Sure. And like you said, we have Eric Anders calling in soon. Uh but it, what's so exciting about it? Even though John Jones is arguably the best ever. I like saying that word now because I feel confident with it now. You should. You do Thank it well. You. I do it well. Now I got it down. What word? You know the word I said. Best ever? No. Jimmy. Arguably. Nice. Oh, all right. Yeah, that was good. You made it. You I made said it. it. But uh, it just, you know, one mistake in here. Everybody's human, man. Like, one mistake, you know, Diago Santos is powerful, you know, and all it takes is one shot. Or what if he does one of those, one of his, uh, Powerful leg kicks and it hits John Jones just right in his knee. That's right. You ne- anything can happen in this game, and that's why we watch Jimmy. That's why I watch. I had such a good time watching the fights. This Incredible. Well, let me ask you: the di- Can we see the difference between Jones and Santos reach wise? Because I, when you get into, the, I mean, reach always matters, yes. but it matters a lot more when you're dealing with light heavyweights. And heavyweights, John has an 84.5, 76. So he has him by, is that eight and a half inch reach advantage? That's a huge advantage because Santos came up uh, uh, from middleweight. That's a giant advantage. Yes. Uh, Nganu had six inches on junior. And uh, it's a lot of times it's just too hard for guys to take one and get in. 
And he's just the master of range, you know? John. And then John, yeah. yes, of course. And he's so long that he could just hit you with those elbows. Like, he could step in with those elbows at any time. And, um, and then it's not, like he, it's not like you could just get a hold of him and put him on his ass either. Sure. I remember in their first fight when DC was um, so... Um, he was just on a mission to take him down. Yeah. And then, uh, at one, especially because John put him down in the fight, took That's him right. down. So I remember he put, like, lifted him over his head and then he put him down, and then John like got right back up, and it was like, oh, all that, that sucks, man. <laughs> you know how exhausting that is. Us. You know, there's there's a reason why you know the, the guys don't go for so much. Like takedowns take a lot of energy. Like if you if you mess up a takedown, it's really taking a major hit to your uh, to your uh, gas tank. Jimmy. Yeah, you know. So and especially with the bigger guys, you know. I mean, a failed. You know, they they're some guys, and I know the feeling, are more afraid of getting tired in there than uh than getting hurt in there. Right. It's a horrible feeling to get tired. Could be tired, yeah. Yeah. I mean you're always gonna get tired, but there's between getting tired and getting like totally gassed out. Yeah. Where you feel like you can't do anything because then you're in a, a rough spot. In front of seventeen thousand people. Yeah. It's embarrassing. More, and more over television. Scary, yeah. Yeah, been there. It blows. It does. It's the equivalent of you being no, actually, it's not at all. What? Because it's like I was going to say it's the equivalent of you like bombing on stage, but you're not really getting your ass elbow. You're, you're not beaten, being attacked. Uh, you're just yeah. bombing and you walk away, and a few people see it. It's, it is different than I being was, beaten up. I was right in the middle of saying your ass beat, and then I was going to say getting elbowed in the face. And I said getting your ass elbowed, but um, also unpleasant. Well, depends. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Jimmy, oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, Nganu is, he looks like the wow. Nganu that everybody was afraid of. You know, he has a tough fight against Stipe. He loses, I think it was 50 45. Stipe yeah. dominated that fight in every single round brilliantly. And was, you know, and the fact that Nganu hung in there and was, could, literally couldn't lift his arms up, but he is tough. I mean, the fact that Stipe yeah. couldn't put him away. And uh, Stipe got tagged a couple of times uh, uh, trying to get in, and he was hurt by Nganu. And then he had that, I think it shook his confidence, because then he fights uh, Derek Lewis. Yes. And for three rounds, they're just looking at each other. I was at the Garden yes. when that fought, or, or, was, or Brooklyn, it was one of those two. It was a terrible fight. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, uh, fucking Derek uh, Lewis pulled the trigger a few more times, said he had a bad back. Uh, Nganu looked terrible, not for lack of ability, but for lack of being willing to pull the trigger. But I think he got over that, Jimmy. Boy, did he. Jesus. He's uh, he's letting his fist fly. He has destroyed uh, Curtis Blades, Cain uh, Velasquez, and Junior Dos Santos all in the first round. Now, this is very interesting. And I like the way he went right up to Dana afterwards. And he yeah. was just like, you know, that's got to be frightening. Even though there's a cage between him sure. and stuff, you see that big giant yeah. <laughs> looking. You see it like um, through the cage. He's asking, you know, about the title shot. What's up, basically? And uh, A, either one is extremely ex is an extremely exciting matchup. Uh, sure. Francis versus uh, DC, the champ champ, would be amazing. Or uh, a rematch for Stipe. Yeah. The winner, obviously, <laughs> of um, Stipe versus DC, I mean, obviously, Francis is going to be, it should be fighting the winner. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Right? Sure. Anybody else? I, I mean, I can't think of anybody else. I no, mean, Jimmy. And you think like, well, are they great matchups for him because they're both so good uh, as wrestlers? But then again, so is Curtis Blades. If you can't get your hands on him, you yeah, can't get him to the ground. Like, he, Kane couldn't do it either. He just finished two former champions in the first That's round. That's right. I mean, what does that say? Yep. He put him out in the first round, and people know what to watch out for. 
It's not, you know what I mean? They know, yeah. listen, he's powerful. Stay away from the power of the first round. Yeah. You know, um, Kane, Kane and Curtis planned on beating him with the grappling. Sure. Striking the grappling, of course. We couldn't get it there. No. Um, and with a different game plan, I feel JDS thought he was just going to be too slick with him, with yep. his boxing. And they, and that didn't work out. So, I mean, uh, Francis is looking. They've been saying he's like um, uh, the Mike Tyson of the uh, the division of uh, an MMA. You know, I, I fucked that up. Yeah. You know, uh, right. But you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Tyson of the heavyweight division. Sure. Yeah. And uh, uh, he's looking frightening, man. I mean... I don't know. We got to see what happens. It gets out of that first round, and I'm not being a negative guy. No, I, I know what see. you mean. Stipe showed you it. Like exactly, it, it, it can be. So could Stipe do that again, I'm, or DC is the master of that? He's the master of putting you on your ass. I mean, look what he did. Look what he had to survive with Rumble Johnson that time. You know, when he I, I don't know if you remember that fight, but it was an onslaught like Rumble often does when he'd fight. Yeah, that, sure. And, DC survived it and ended up strangling. But DC has a head of granite, like knocking DC out. I mean, I mean, Jones had to literally put his shin in his temple for him to go down. I mean, DC can take it, but he is forty or forty-one, and Ganu yeah. is like eight years doesn't make a giant and difference. He's stocky. DC. I love he that stocky. he's stocky, and I love that even when he's in shape, he's a little chubby. Yeah, a little chubby. I love it. I love it. But eight years when you're twenty-six to thirty-four or twenty-five yeah. to thirty-three, it's not that big a deal. But when you're 32 or 33 to 40 and 41, I think that eight years is a big deal. And that that's I think, works against DC is the fact that he's not too old to fight, but against a guy who is as young and ferocious as uh, Nganu, I, I think that's tough for him. Um, and he's throwing leg kicks. He came out throwing kicks Listen, against Junior, which nobody I, expected. I would take DC over Francis. I probably would too. And he, I mean, and and, uh, and I like Francis. I, I think he's a he's got a, he seems like a really good person too. You know what I mean? Like he's like he's putting the made that uh, MMA gym in his home country and uh, just a nice guy, just a good big gentle giant. Yeah, unless he's he, hitting you, until, unless he's yeah putting those freaking sixteen ounce hands. They look like sixteen ounce gloves. Those hands. What is the, again? DC's uh, DC's uh, reign reaches what? If you don't mind, I, I know I know John has got even a longer one than France, but France eighty three, seventy one. So you're giving up, and DC is used to being again. Jones was a bigger reach advantage, but he's he's lost to Jones Jimmy, twice. Jimmy, um, maybe a tough fight for Cormier too because think, of the reach. Uh, I'm with you on that. Jimmy, you know who's supposed to be in the studio with us today? I oh, by the way, I cannot wait to see him. What? Uh, Master Henzo yes. is coming in, and uh, oh no, Jimmy, I enjoy Jimmy, him very much when he's on. Did, did you get the memo? He's gonna be late. He's not coming in, Jimmy. Sure, he is. He said he Don't would. Don't be silly. Why, why would he come in? <laughs> it's so funny. You know what's funny, Jimmy? I got the. They told me last week. They go, uh, oh, we got um, we got Master Henzo coming in. I go, do we really? Yeah, you sure about that? You know. And then you hear that old Larry David thing in the background going, yeah. Bah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, not that. <laughs> it's when he looks at the guy if they're lying. Do you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? I just saw him looking like at someone who was lying uh, oh. for the Christmas tip episode. I never watched oh. it. I'm actually it's going funny. through. I'm on season three. It's funny, isn't it? It's, You're like, it's like, uh, I like it a lot. Longo loves it. But if anybody, I don't know, it's hard to describe it. But when he wants to see if somebody's lying, he goes, really? And then there's a music that goes on. Do the music. I don't know the music okay. for that one. I don't know what either, Jimmy. I'm a curb but hack. It's, it, it's so it's so much fun. What? I'm a curb hack, meaning I only know the basics for curb. Okay. It, well, anyway, that's a whole waste of time. What the fuck? I was Not at all. <laughs> so, uh, Francis, uh, we both picked him in the first round. Yes. Knockout. Uh, but, uh, but no, I was, I was saying that 
I'm like, yo, they're saying that Henzo's coming in. I'm looking on his Instagram. He's in his in LA, fucking, you know, hanging out. I mean, Henzo's hysterical. And then they asked me, have you talked to him? This is not a good sign, Jimmy. The night before, when we yeah. get our rundown and stuff, I get a text. Oh, yeah. Have you heard from Henzo? Not listen. Not <laughs> a good sign. I don't book the show. I love Master Henzo. Sure. But you got to understand, I could never get mad at the guy because he's hysterical. He has the biggest heart where he cares for everybody, but at the same time, he doesn't give a fuck about a lot of things. Like, sure. he doesn't. How about this? This is what happened. They probably approached him to say, man, want to be on the show? And of course, he'd like to be on the show. But he probably never gave it another. He didn't write it down or anything. Yeah. He probably is like, all right, I'll think about that, you know, when it's time for the show. Yeah. And then he forgot he had to go to LA and whatever else. He mixed the schedule up when you, you know, yeah. he's got other things. It's like the week before when I was like, Henzo, Master Henzo, I, you know, I can't wait to see you at my wedding next week. And he goes, ah, monster. I wouldn't lose. I wouldn't forget that for the world. And then, you know, his wife shows up and then there's John Danaher. And I go, wait, what else? He goes, oh, he's, he had to go to Abu Dhabi. I mean, listen. Oh, he didn't things, make it? Yes. He didn't make it. I was saying. Did he forget he had to leave? He had to leave? <laughs> I don't. I, listen, like I said, it's if you know Master Henzo, it's just the way he is. You know, he's a, he's, he's a funny man. And he's a great man. But, and, yeah. and listen, he'll be in another time. But I think it's hysterical. So when he's not asking me, have I talked to him? I go, all right. There's a good chance that Henzo's not, not making it in. Now, uh, let's uh, Joseph Benavidez, who we spoke to yes. uh, last week, looked tremendous. Second round TKO of uh, Juicy A Formiga. I mean, what a tremendous win. I said tremendous twice. I should be slapped in the face. It's like me and Phenomenal the other day. That's okay. You know? So he is uh, obviously going to be uh, next for uh, Henry Cejudo. And you seem like, you know, Craig's very dangerous with his guard. Like, he pulled off some, like, last... Uh, second victories off his back. Like, he's very dangerous with his jujitsu. Who? Craig. What the fuck? What the fuck? Who are you just talking about? Who are you talking about? I'm talking about mind, mean, Minefield. No, I'm... I, what the I'm fuck are you talking about? Benavidez against UCA. Oh, oh, I fucking... <laughs> yeah, I went right back to... Formiga, yeah. Listen, it's okay to fuck things up. Yeah, no. I went back to... what Paul you, Craig, I, yeah. But in my, in my defense, when I came in, because I can go anywhere in my mind, sure. what were you watching when I came in? Oh, oh we watching, uh, <laughs> yeah, a Drew Dober fight. But then you watched, didn't you just watch Minefield and Craig? Yeah, Minefield against Craig, we did watch. Did yeah. you watch that? Menafield. Yeah. Menafield. Well, I'm back. Okay. Well, that's where, that's what I want. Let's start in order. Okay. That's what we're doing. I was going backwards. From Nganu, uh, uh beating JDS to uh, Benavitez, that second round TKO over Formiga. All right. Well, then we'll, we'll get back to Craig with Dangerous off his back, but taking one on the chin or a few. It was dangerous. It was that nasty, was, Jimmy. But we'll get back to that. We'll keep people in suspense. So Benavides has got to be uh, next in line. He's obviously number one now, and that was a really uh, a, a tremendous win. You know, I read in and the he's notes, beaten. Uh, sorry, he's the last one to beat uh, Henry Cejudo. That, I think. That's why. Did you read what? But um, what Aljo said about that? It's in, I, it's in the notes. Do you? I know did. Oh, I read it. Yeah, and I immediately thought of how much uh, yeah. it'd be fun to watch you disagree with your own fighter. Do you want to you want to read it, Jimmy? Because you read so much better than me. I can't him. find it. He said on Twitter, uh, "Let's assume he got hacked." He said, "If I lost the first crack at Henry Cejudo to Joe Jitsu, which is I guess Benavidez, I wouldn't be mad at all." Joey B is a legend of the game, and with that performance, it's tough to argue who should get the first chance to dethrone the king. Congrats, Benavidez. I mean, I think that's the thing. Here's what I hope for Aljo: that in the meantime, that they don't. 
you always want to see a guy who's next in line take that shot next in line because you never know it can yeah. happen. Uh, but I, I think that's kind of what people like about Aljo. He's not in a rush. He's not greedy. Uh, and look, Benavidez is, uh, was incredible. Yes. And, um, <clears throat> and Benavidez was very um, complimentary to Aljo also, uh, which is very nice. When he was on this show, he was very complimentary. But, you know, he, he has a case there, you know? I mean, he does. he's the last guy to beat him. He looked great in his last fight just now. I mean, over the weekend with his with that finish. I mean, that was that was he looked awesome. And you so know? Just and he had fought. that cut in his eye he had to he had to overcome. You know, that was that was uh bothersome for him. That was Oh yeah, that's right. He kept uh, he kept going to that. Oh yeah. And they said they had the best cut man in the business or one of them because it didn't bleed again. Whatever they, whatever they did in the corner was fucking amazing. What, I don't know what that I think was. They put, put that fucking that gorilla glue, the crazy say, glue you put on it. I was about to say crazy glue. The um, so uh, yeah, he, I think Zahudo's last fight was over Marais at Bantamweight. So now does he go back and, and take care of the other division and then go back to Bantamweight? Is that how he's going to do it? Uh, yes, give me. I have no clue, but I would love to see that fight, and I think that's very big of Aljo to say because uh, you know Aljo had a great performance his last tremendous fight also, his last couple of fights yeah. But I just feel that Aljo's got the um, belief in himself now that he'll be at he'll be getting that title regardless eventually. He like, is next, know, so I like that. And uh, I, I guess he might even know that Cejudo is not going to fight twice at bantamweight, and that because this was not an interim fight. I thought at first, like, why did they make this between uh, Formiga and Benavidez an interim fight? Because then, then Cejudo could have at least stayed at Bantamweight if he wanted and fought Aljo. But maybe they knew he was going to come back down. Maybe he had already said he was going to come back down and fight the winner. I mean, this was the, the, the number one against number two. So it's right that he goes down and fights Benavidez and then comes back up and fights Aljo. I'll tell you, well, I'll tell you, man, Flamengo was game, though. He was game. It's great. I mean, it was a good fight. Yeah. It was a really good fight. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's next, Jimmy. I don't know what's next, but I'm excited to see what's next. And I would like to say, too... Um, I did not necessarily what? agree. Uh, With what? Well, you, you know, Damian Maya uh, against Anthony Rocco Martin was a majority decision. So I want to say it was... Uh, Wait, what did you not agree with? I, you, you uh, that there was that... a 10-8 round. Is that the fight they gave the 10-8 round? What? To, uh, there was, one of the judges did, yeah. One of the judges gave a 10-8 round to... To... Uh, Damian? Uh, no, for... Martin. That was why he, he, uh, it, it was uh, a majority draw. Wait a minute. The third round, I think he said, was a 10-8 round uh, to Anthony Martin. Wait, majority draw? He won the. He wins a decision. decision. I'm sorry, majority decision. Oh, scared the fuck out of me. I'm like, I, no, only because I'm, I'm thinking how crazy I must be if I thought that he didn't win the fight. <laughs> I'm like, what? Um, there, yeah. Yes, right. It was a majority. It was a. Uh, it was a. a 29-28. Am I wrong about that? Two guys had it, and and yeah. what did the one judge score it? 28-28, okay. Well, I don't know what the fuck that judge is talking about. That's, that's and what, what I thought, about, yeah. Hey, wait, hold on. I thought hold that was on. unfair. I want to talk about the referee for a second. There was a great, there's a great... <laughs> let me guess, the referee um, in, uh, hold on, let me guess the fight. No, 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 he did a great job oh. with uh, Damian Maia when Damian Maia was mounted up against them, against the cage. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know the fucking boo on this thing. I knew you'd appreciate that. Where the fuck that? is the boo on this well, thing? he was, uh... What is that? That's what the referee was doing for himself. But that's what everyone else was doing for the referee when he pulled Damien off. Dude, you know what I don't you like? You see Damien looked the way he looked at him hey. like, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, where's his, hey where are you going? <laughs> Wait, where's the boo on this thing? He left the room. He left the, he left the fucking room. Antonio left the go. fucking room. So, uh, so the referee, uh, <laughs> hey, let's pull Damien Maya off. 
That's better. That's better. Terrible. Listen, man, I that referee, you know what happens? This is what I don't like about these nervous refs when they get influenced by the, uh, the fans. by the crowd. Yep. Yeah. They start hearing some booing, and all of a sudden they're like, okay, let me make it exciting. It's not your job to make it exciting. That's just not your ass. job, right. It's not. You're, you're just there to uh, enforce the rules and whatnot. I mean, it's not your... What, it's not like nothing's going on. He's he had him against the. He's controlling him, beating him up. You know what I mean, right. Jimmy? Fucking, I I agree. It was a, it bullshit. was a terrible move, but I did not think that that was a ten eight round. No, that last. You know, this, I, I, they said Maya kind of was staying on his bike a little bit. He was kind of staying away and engaging when he had to, which I didn't love. And again, it's not the fan friendliest thing. I think was the term that uh, one of the announcers used. I didn't like watching it. Watch that. Uh, you know, Maya was kind of staying away in in round three. Yeah. But again, I just probably what I would do. He's but I, a, he clearly won the fight. No, he, he won the fight. He did exactly what he does. And uh, he didn't get the finish. And Anthony Rocco Martin got out of some good positions. But I love some of the scrambles. Yeah, I, tell, I do love the scrambles because it shows the years of uh, groundwork. And it just shows. Oh, hold on. We got a phone call. Oh, we have uh, Eric Anders on the phone. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Good. And yourself? Uh, very good. Congratulations, man. That was uh, absolutely uh, a tremendous, your, yes. your knockout in the awesome. first round. Awesome fight, Eric. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Hey, the ref The ref got a little bit of criticism for that, letting, uh, and not letting, but you were, you know, you're in battle and you're, and you're hitting him, and, and a lot of people thought he took way too many punches. How, how did you feel about that? Like, he was out and he took, uh, I think, three or four more shots, which is, again, not your job. I mean, you're in there fighting. It's the ref's job to jump in there and protect that guy who's down. Did you feel he let it go a little too long? Oh, man, it all happened kind of fast, I feel like. I think, you know, what you see on TV and the speed that it's actually happening happening inside the, the octagon is a little bit different. So, man, uh, maybe like one or two punches, but I don't think that, like, it was uh, Valentina Shevchenko, Priscilla, Cashewera. Right, right, right. Uh, kind of thing. And uh, and you had lost three, and now you're back in the, in the win column. Did something change for you uh, in this camp? Was there something that you weren't working on as much that you wanted to work on, or what was the difference? Uh, man, you know, I went and saw a hypnotist, and, uh, you know, I'm really big on the visualization, or try to be anyway. And, uh, man, he just helped me get back to the, you know, really seeing the fight in depth and detail um, and everything. So, um, you know, I actually, you know, Saw getting a knockout uh, off coming off of a you know defending a takedown. So and that's it's funny because that's what manifested in the fight. Had you ever been hypnotized before? No, never. How was the experience? Did it? Did you take right to it? Was it like ah? Oh, I don't know if I believe in this or. Yeah, you know, I went in there with an open with uh, with an open mind. Um, you know, and I thought. Whenever you hear hypnotist, I thought someone would be waving a watch in front of my face. Yeah. You know, talking about you are getting very sleepy, <laughs> you know, kinda. Uh but it wasn't like that at all, man. You know. Um we just uh you know, I met with them four or five times, uh, over the course of like two or three weeks. And uh the night before the fight we you know, we just picked a topic, uh, whether it be like uh picked an emotion rather, would be happy, sad, angry, mad. Uh, things like that, and um, you know, just kind of did some visualization things. Uh, really got in touch with my subconscious mind, and you know, just went in there with all the confidence in the world. 
How did you know you were hypnotized? I tried it once and I kept thinking, am I hypnotized? Like, what was it that tells you like I'm actually under or was it only when you look back on it you could tell that you were under? Um, Man, you know, it's not like, you know, he doesn't do the whole watch thing, but man, you just kind of get in a comfortable position on, on a couch or whatever and just, and just relax and be open and honest uh, with yourself uh, first and foremost and then with him. Um, so, man, it, it was an awesome experience. I recommend it to, to everybody. You know, it's funny that you're – it's not funny. It, it's actually – you know, people, if they look at this sideways, one of the greatest, whoever did the game – played the game, uh, George St. Pierre – after he after for my rematch, Jimmy, he uh he saw like a hypnotist, and they had him, well they they had him do something where they he, he had a brick with my name on it and he threw it in an ocean or some shit. I swear, <laughs> you can look this to up. To unburden himself of I, that loss, I, I yeah. Fucking, I don't know what he did. I've done that too, just working I, with you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> but listen, so listen, Eric. So he did this, and I remember reading about this. I believe, I don't know if it was before the fight or something, but I remember thinking I was in his head. But then he ended up beating me in the rematch, and he never lost since. So there might be really something to this, Eric, this whole hypnotism. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a believer, man. You know, like I said, I went in there with an open mind, but at the same time, I was like, man, if this dude breaks out a watch or one of those black and white spinny wheel thingies, I'm out, man. But I gave it a chance, and, you know, I, I think it made a big difference. What was your head, because when you, when you fought Santos, uh, which kind of started the skit, I think that was a, a, a month after your, your fight before that, so you, I think you, you kind of took that a, a, a little late. Um, but, the, you know, uh, Theodoro and Roundtree were decisions. You looked good in both fights. W- was there something in your head that was uh, just, were you beginning to doubt yourself with each one, or what was going on in your head that you're like, I have to straighten this out? No, I've, I've never lacked in confidence. I've never lacked in uh, my ability. Uh, but I think the X factor is, like I said, the visualization. And, you know, the fights before the UFC and early in the UFC, you know, I could vividly see the fight playing, playing out. And nine times out of ten, things that I would envision would actually manifest in the fight. And for whatever reason, um, man, these things just, you know, kind of – stopped happening or maybe I wasn't practicing as well or whatever the reason is. And so I just kind of feel like I was going into fights blind, you know? Um, but I think, you know, once, once you see it, you play it out in your mind to kind of put you at ease because you know, you're going to go out there and when you know, you're going to go out there and perform well. Well, with a performance like that, and especially if the, you know, coming off three tough fights, is it, how do you feel right now? The weight is just a total weight off your shoulders. Yeah, man, I feel I feel good, man. You know, you I think the, the question I got asked the most was, you know, how much pressure did I feel going into the fight? And, you know, I didn't feel any pressure going into the fight because, um, man, I, I enjoy what I do. And I understand that this is a competition. There's a winner and a loser. And, um, you know, I, uh, man, I just thoroughly enjoy everything that goes into this. You know what I enjoyed at the weigh-ins with you and Venetius when uh, he— uh, I believe he took the selfie. Is that right? Yeah, he, yeah, he did. <laughs> and you put something on your Instagram, but somehow how you were a little awkward. But it's, I, I like the awkwardness. <laughs> it was hysterical, Jimmy. You got it's on his Instagram. It's hysterical. They're at the thing, and they went to shake hands and come in, and they took a selfie. Are you more comfortable going into a fight when you're kind of you know respectful with the guy, or do you like a little animosity? Man, you know, I, I don't, I don't have any animosity towards anybody in the sport. You know. Uh, they're just trying to do to me what I'm trying to do to them, and I respect it. So, 
you know, uh, it is what it is. And what do you think of the the matchup this uh, this Saturday between uh, Santos and and Jones? You fought Santos before, and he's given up quite a bit in reach. I, I think to Jones, I I think it was uh, eight and a half inches, if I'm remembering uh, correctly. What do you think of that matchup? I think the X factor is going to be the wrestling. I think it's the thing that John Jones is the best at, and probably the thing that. Chiago is the worst at, you know, I fought him on a week's notice and I think I was six of eight on takedowns. So John Jones is a much higher caliber wrestler than I am. He's much bigger, uh, much heavier on top, I'm sure. So, you know, I think that that's uh, going to be the X factor. And I think Chiago does have a chance to catch him, but how many times has John Jones been caught before? Yeah, I mean, he seems like, he, especially to close that distance, we talked before, too, just about his ability to use elbows. Like, it's never comfortable getting in. You're, you're going to eat something coming in. Yeah, and I don't think that, uh, you know, I don't think that Thiago's going to be hesitant or scared or timid or anything like that, but I think it's a difficult task to, to get beyond the reach and the kicks of uh, John Jones. Well, Santos has a, a good leg kick himself, but again, I, you wonder if that will be possible to, to land that or, or if he won't even be able to get close enough to do that. Man, we'll see, man. John Jones, no one has been able to solve the riddle yet, so well, uh, we'll see if Thiago can, can figure it out. It's funny, too, because Dana was saying recently uh, he wants to see that one loss on the uh, what are they, uh, on the uh, the elbow disqualification loss. He wants to see that loss uh, overturned. I don't know if they'll actually go back and do that and make it a no contest, uh, but you're right. No one has figured out how to beat John Jones. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, I don't remember that fight very vividly with the elbows, but, man, I'm pretty sure he only threw, like, one elbow, and they disqualified him for it. So, you know, he didn't get a warning, I don't think, or anything like that. So, my opinion, for what it's worth, I think they should rule that in no contest, too. Yeah, because everybody knows it's bullshit anyway. Yeah. He's mounted yeah. on him, beating the crab out of him, his elbow slips in, come on. And uh, what do you see for yourself next, Eric? Uh, man, I don't know. You know, uh... I would love to get on that San Antonio card and fight in front of the hometown, but uh, that card seems a little full, and that card's right around the corner. So, you know, maybe get down in uh, in Copenhagen. You know, uh, I love to travel. That's one of the best things. It's one of the things that lured me to the sport was to go travel, fight people in other countries and whatnot. So, um, love to go see Copenhagen. Oh, okay. You want to travel? Do you have a? You married with kids, a family? Yeah, I got. I'm. A, I'm. A, I got a wife and two kids. Now, do they travel with you, or or do you just go and say, "Look, I'll see you in a few weeks"? Uh, yeah, typically they go, but uh, that one's going to be in the middle of the school year, and it's on you know on another continent, so they'll probably uh, be at grandma's house. Oh, okay. And I think we've talked to you before about football, if I remember correctly. My memory stinks, so if we did, uh, we did. Do you do you still watch it, and do you ever miss it? Uh, no, I, I don't miss it, man. I'm glad I'm playing inside sport now, man. There's just something about the the summertime and the the sun in the summertime during two days that'll it'll change you, man. Uh, I got a quick question. You win a big game in the foot in a football game, or obviously you win a big fight. What's with, with the glory? With the feeling? Tell me, what's the difference? Uh, man, you know the the difference is when you win in football. Man, you know, there's a hundred another, 125 other guys to to celebrate with. Um, so there's a lot of camaraderie and stuff like that that goes into, and it's a team effort. You know, no one ever just won a game by themselves unless it's Vince Young in the 2006 Rose Bowl. But uh, in MMA, 
you know, there is that camaraderie, but, you know, only like three or four guys travel with you. Um, and, you know, I did that, you know, uh, not, not to look at from like a selfish aspect sure. or anything like that, but, you know, I went out there and knocked the guy out. These guys tell me to prepare and get ready, but when it's game time and the lights come on, that's me. Uh, and you know that that's probably the biggest difference. Well, yeah, I, I imagine it's better to lose as a team and win as an individual. <laughs> ah, man, it sucks losing regardless, you yeah. know. But uh, you know, um, the, the extremes are definitely there in MMA. You know, it, it's it's extremely gratifying to to win. Uh, but when you lose, it sucks because once again, you know, you lost. You did that. So. Now, are you going to continue with anything like uh, hypnosis? Was that a one and done, or did it kind of open you up to maybe there's some something more you could get out of that? Now, I'm probably going to work with Dom for the probably for the rest of my career. And actually, my wife is so bought into it too because uh, you know she can like see the the changes in me as well that she's actually going out to Vegas to take the class and get certified too. Oh man! Oh, oh, wait, oh she wants to be certified to actually do it. Is this so she can actually help you? Yeah, and you know, there's other guys at the gym, uh, and you know she really wants to. It's not necessarily just a sports thing, but you know she wants to to help uh, women, and uh, she's a teacher, so she wants to help women and students, and you know uh, people outside of sports as well. Wait a minute, now you're you're telling me that you're gonna have your wife become? She's gonna learn how to hypnotize you? I don't know. If Eric, listen to me. me. Matt, <laughs> Eric, yeah, I'm yeah, a married yeah, yeah. man. I'm with you. Eric, I'm Eric, with you. I'm married for 12 years. How long are you married for? Uh, three years. All right, listen to me. I have experience. It's almost like listening to an older fighter, which, listen, don't let your wife become a hypnotist. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to let it work on me, man. Eric, I think we're going to have shit, that separation man. of, Dude, of uh, uh, you're gonna uh, work and marry life. You're going to be like, why am I loading the dishwasher? Why am I doing the yeah. dishes at three in the morning? I don't really normally want to do this <laughs> well, shit. you'll wake up, you'll be throwing all your own shit out. It's like, why am I throwing all my stuff out? What is out? this about? What happened to my man's room? All right, listen. Hey, listen. Uh, well, I'm only joking. It's It's a healthy thing. Yeah, you looked great, man. Whatever, whatever it is, continue doing it because you looked uh, you looked devastating. And congratulations, I was really happy for you. Yeah, to, congrats, to Eric. Man, appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. All right, All right we'll man. talk to you again. Take care, man. Take care, buddy. Thank you, sir. Bye. Hey, man, I'm happy for a guy to yeah. come back after you know having a little bit of a rough. time. And of the losses, of, of the four losses, I, I want to say he, three of them were split decision. Yeah, I, he, I know the he, one was the stoppage against. Oh no, three were decision, two were split decisions. Yeah, but he, I, he did take, I believe, one on on short. That was uh, Santos. I yeah, I mean, and, uh, that's a rough one to take. Yeah, and he was, and he was in there. He's always he's a game guy. He had to uh, take away um, Venetius's Venetius's. Yep. Uh, well done. He was. You like that? I never would have got it out. Really? No. Venetius's? Thank you, Jimmy. I underestimated myself. Thank you. Um, I was so happy with my point that I forgot my point. I'm sorry. I, I, I was so happy with the way I said his word that I forgot what the fuck I was saying. Well, how about this? We'll take a Shit. quick break, and you can think of it, and the Shit, second Jimmy. we come back, okay. without the sponsors, we don't get paid. It's true, Jimmy. And if we don't get paid, daddy's mortgage doesn't get paid. That's why I oh, refer to myself man. on the show from now on. Do you think some of that, the, the hypnosis might help you with your porn? I hope so. I went there once many, many years ago. I tried hypnosis. And? I'll tell you after the break. Now listen, before we went to break, yes, you were making a point. Hi. <laughs> what was your point? Are you crazy? Do you not remember it? Uh, um, my point was, Jimmy, that uh, I'm so happy that I work with you. So am I, man. 
you know? It would take a lot for them to uh, drag you away. Wait, drag me away from you. You ever hear that Africa? Africa by Toto. Sure I have. Yes! Of course I have. I'm not going to sing it. No, I'm not going to sing it. Here's a good song. What? Here's a good song. You want me to what? Jimmy. What? Edge a little little get-together. Are you going to have karaoke? I'm not. We may have to change that to Thursday. Oh, really? Because now I'm hearing the weather is going to be shit again. Like, it's, uh, I'm so annoyed. It was supposed no. to rain Thursday and be nice Wednesday. I now they're saying it's going to... I know Thursday's harder, but... Uh, not, to, not to talk about your personal business, but Jimmy was having a little something. I was going to hang out with Jimmy, and but now he's doing it Thursday. So I might I'm, be. I'll, I'll well, know tomorrow. Well, let me know, Jimmy. You I'm know. just annoyed... But the uh, weather people should... I, I think weather people should be executed for getting it wrong. Yeah, Jimmy. Because they ruin people's lives. I'm going to tell you this. They're the worst people. Can I tell you this? Go ahead. If it's Wednesday, I'm in. If it's Thursday, I... I know. A lot of people probably... I I totally understand. Yeah, you got family. Well, I'm in the city. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. You're already here. But I'd come in anyway to hang out with you. Hey, let's talk about Roosevelt Roberts against uh, Vince Pichel. Uh, Pichel got the the decision. What a gutsy... Unanimous decision. I was surprised. Uh, The first round was clearly uh, Roberts... Third round was Pichel. What do you think of the second round? I want. Could you while we while we're talking about this, guys? Could you get uh, between the first and second round? I want the corner. I don't know if they if they if they played it on there, but let's if you can find that for me while we're talking here. Um, only because they said that Vince uh, Purcell, uh, Pichel, 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 yeah, Vince Pichel was uh, saying that I got him now. He's tired and whatnot. When you see him, I'm telling his corner to relax. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. He was he felt something that gave him confidence in there in a round that he lost. And now we're looking at the second round. And look how it ends with him mounting on top. On him. Yeah, and he helps and him. He helps up. him up. Now let's listen. He went to the wrong corner. That's what I'm talking about. He's done. He's fucking done. One of them said he's fucking done. It's Hail Mary time for him, okay? Right? There's no you can do. Not let him back in. You hear me? All right. That round, you moved your head. Do you hear what I'm saying? Okay. All he has is his jab, okay? You just keep moving your head, and we need you listening. Touching those legs, setting everything up. Don't fucking, don't get lazy and settle. Don't fucking rest. Get off the cage. Put his that's, ass back on the cage. That's, case. that's uh, Robert Roberts. Corner. All right, that's good enough. Yeah. You, <laughs> I'm not sure who said he was done, whether it was him or his corner. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, wow. I thought uh, you got to you gotta give it to Vince, Vince Pichel. Pichel, Pichel. I want to watch that second round again I when I get home. I thought he did phenomenal. I thought that he had an undefeated fighter in front of him. I didn't think. Hey, no, yeah. He had an undefeated fighter in front of him. Who never and the guys like that are so dangerous, man. That's why Roosevelt was so dangerous because he's got that confidence of a guy that never tasted defeat. You know what I mean? That's right. He um he reminded me, I want to say, in, in the first round of of, uh, of Holloway, the way he throws punches, the ease that he throws punches. His punching style reminded me of Max Holloway and Drew Dober. Uh, first round KO. This was a very exciting card over Marco Polo Reyes. Uh, yeah. A great performance by wow. Dober. And we spoke about uh, Alonzo Menafield uh, against Paul Craig. Paul Craig tried to pull guard at one point and then just gave up and jumped back down. He like he literally he, well, he, he wrapped his legs around his waist and he yeah. just realized he wasn't going to pull him down. I was starting to bring that up before. I think that was the point that what? I was getting yes. at. Yes. No, it wasn't. I hope so. I don't think so. But it was uh, Paul Craig, you know, he finished a lot of fights off his back, you know, yes. and uh, even fights that he was down in. And 
he he knows how dangerous he is down there. But man, Alonzo, he found that on in that beard, in that Leonidas beard that Paul Craig has, he found that chin. Yep, and uh, maybe took a couple that he didn't have to, you know, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Well, he threw he what? threw that uh, <laughs> he threw bad. that kick. He threw a very very. He threw a kick, uh, a, a, a decent, uh, I believe it was a head kick, yeah. spinning head kick, and then he threw another one right after, but I guess he misjudged the distance, and so the leg kind of wrapped around the body a little bit, which made him a lot closer, and then he fell back, and as he hits the ground, uh, fucking Menafield, uh, I, I want to say he knocked him out with that one punch. It might have been one after that knocked him out, but I mean, he was finished. Well, I, I believe he was out with the first one. Maybe, yeah. And it was two, un, uh, one definitely unnecessary, and I don't, and I don't, you know, I don't believe Alonzo, you're in there, you're in... Well, was that was that uh, that was Herb Dean? I think I thought he ran over in time. Am I yeah, wrong? Might, listen, I, even if you were, it takes a second to get a punch. In, sure. So he got uh, at least one in. That was. Oof. Do you think fighters sometimes do that when they don't need to? When they know they don't need to, or is it like Eric Anderson is happening so fast? But I've seen guys yeah. not throw that last punch. Yeah, but it depends on it, where they're at in their head. Sure. You know, I mean, you want it. You want it to be over. It's not that you're trying to hurt the person. You, know, you don't want to get back up, yeah. I re- a fight that you bring up often. I remember when I was on top of Frank Trigg. Yeah. And uh, after he went down, I remember just kept going on his... I kept... It was like um, like like a Terminator where you see like the, dee- 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 dee of the chin. Yep. So I kept connecting with going for the chin. And you, you saw it in slow motion afterwards and the audience, every, every shot was going, oh, oh, oh. Not, like, not as annoying as... Right. No, 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 yours was good. But the whole... You like what I did? Kind of like dice. <laughs> I'm hitting him. Oh, <laughs> but uh, but then the referee jumped in. I'm like, all right, it's over. All right, yeah, it's good. done. Now it's done. They're not restarting this shit. He's done and whatever. You can't allow a guy to get his wits back, right? Because you know why? Because then, you know what his goal is, Jimmy? It's to hurt you. Yep. So you got to stop him. All right. Uh, Gaslam, Calvin Gaslam is uh, what? Ready to fight? He wants Jack Hermanson. Wow! Oh, that's fun. That's a very, very interesting fight. What has Hermanson done his last couple? I know he's looked tremendous. Ooh. I'm gonna look this up on the computer. Ooh, you got a computer? I do. I kind of like it. I like the way you type so fast. I do. Yes. I, I'm I, a. If you want me to work, you're let a me pecker, know, Jimmy. I'm a one finger. I understand. A two finger, like this. Look, see my two fingers? Yep, I'm like this. Peck, peck. Yes. Uh, Hermanson has won. I, I guess last loss was, was to uh, Thiago Santos first round. Uh, body kicks and punches, but he's won four straight. Um, Talis ladies uh, against Mearshart, uh, David Branch, of course, and uh, Jacare Souza. Yeah, Jacare got out of a choke in there, which was so amazing. It was so. It's like he shouldn't have been able to get out of it. But when you're a master Jedi, mm-hmm. which he is, he got out. But uh, he lost the fight. But man, that was a hell of a fight. I want to see where Hermanson is ranked. Uh, I would like to see where he is. This is what, one thing I need to do is get my eyes fixed. My eyes. Look at me. I can't Vince Pichel, man. Pichel. Vince Pichel. I just want to get his name Did right. he win the he second so round, good. do you think? Do you remember winning the second round? For some reason, I thought Roberts had it, but I, again, I could be wrong. What's that? The second round. No, I thought he, I thought Vince won. Okay. And, I, and I, I think Roberts has a bright future, but I thought Vince definitely was uh, a, a man on a mission, and he... he, he, he he brought that fight, man, that second and third round, too, especially. He made those corrections, told his corner to relax a little bit. In other words, I got this shit. Yep. I know this This kid's a undefeated kid, but he's 25 years old. I'm 36. You understand? Not me, Jimmy. I'm a little bit older. You are. You look you younger. Know. You think younger. Thank you. Now, we also have, by the way, we have uh, Gastelum is number four. Hermanson's number five. 
And uh, is Romero healed up from the orbital uh, injury he had? Because, you know, Adesanya's fighting uh, uh, Whitaker for the championship. That's going to be the fight. Luke Rockhold is going up to light heavyweight. What's going on with him? I think he's moving up. So the only people in front of uh, Hermanson is really Gastelum and Romero. And I'm not sure how y'all's health is. I want I want Vince Pichel on the uh, show. <laughs> yeah, I would love to talk to him. <laughs> see how I do that? I, that's what it, you see. I, you hear me over there? Yes. Good, give me the the boss wants somebody. I just like yell. I just like to yell some shit sometimes. That's but what I, I do. I like that, that guy. Uh, I like the way he fought. I want to give him some shine, Jimmy. Now you know it'd be a fun fight. Talk to me, Jimmy. Uh, it would be Paulo Costa against Yoel Romero. Ooh. Weren't they Ooh. talking about that fight at one point, and then you all got hurt? Am I crazy? Uh, I'm not. Wait, who? Paulo Costa versus Yoel Romero. Yeah, I, they were talking about that, and I think they were going back and forth. Or, or I might have just made that shit up, Jimmy. We talk about a lot of fights, and I get confused. <laughs> I just want to see Yoel fight again. He has not fought since. Uh, I mean, he lost uh, two out of three, both to Whitaker. Uh, then he beat Rock uh, Rockhold. I mean, he beat you know he, in between losses he beat Luke Rockhold. But Luke is going up to light heavyweight. I don't know what's happening with that. Is Weidman still going up? I mean, they talked about yes. Chris going up. He is. He is going up. Jimmy, it's exciting times. I miss watching him fight. Do you? I do. Yeah, too. I miss I miss seeing Chris fight. I like seeing him again though. He's back training. I'm, he is. I've been seeing him. Is, is there school. a fight for him that's been announced or no? No, Jimmy. But if it's breaking news. Hopefully we'll get it first. I hope so. You know, I hope he, Matt Sarah at least a whispers. Friend of mine. Yes. You know, but I try not to bring. You know, I try not to be like, "Yo, guys, I got a podcast." You know, give me the news. I try to keep it separate. All right, who do I think? Are you ignoring me? No, no, no. I'm listening to every word you say, and I'm putting on my uh, sorry, my reading glasses. I know. I see that. And I'm looking at who I think Chris Weidman will fight. Are those expensive glasses, Jimmy. They're $27. No, are you serious? They're called Bunny Eyes. My friend's company. No, because the way they move, they like they, transformers. You, you, you can turn them down, and then you can go and click what? them back up. Oh, you clicked it. To read. You, oh, you turned it down so you don't have to be that person. Yeah, so to... you can look over your thing. Oh, I like it, Jimmy. I think that it's going to bunny be... Bunny ears. Who is... Uh, bunny eyes? Bunny eyes. Bunny ears would be earmuffs. I know, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Bunny ears are what you pull your pants out when you tell a girl to kiss the bunny between are, the ears. Are bunnies really known for their eyes, though? Sure they are. Carrots have, uh, rabbits have great eyes. Do they? Sure. I think they're more known for they their eat ears. carrots. Jimmy, Jimmy they're, more, they're more known for their ears. Maybe. Or their feet on your keychain. <laughs> Those are out of style, Jimmy. Jimmy, it's not good luck oh, are to have they? a rabbit's foot. Oh, okay. You better get rid of yours. You got people marching on you. So uh, who's Chris going to fight? Let me see. They won't, I, don't, I mean, they won't give them... I don't know if the first fight as a light heavyweight he gets the top five. I say he gets. Uh, does Blahovich have a fight? Or Volkanuzdemir? What's that? Blahovich is Oh, okay. Uh, Rockhold against Blahovich. So I think that uh, maybe he gets Volkanuzdemir or uh, perhaps a Dominic Reyes against Weidman. One of those guys. Jimmy, I you either one has my money. Sure. You know what I mean? I'm going to guess it's Uzdemir. What happened to Hensel? What happened to the best of Hensel today? He's busy. <laughs> He's busy. I love it, Jimmy. I love a good fuck up. Yep, me too. I just love it, and I like to. I like to be, let it be known. Sure you do. You know what I mean? And you should, because when you go into something, being like, oh, I can't wait to see. Oh, what happened? Yep. But you're not really surprised. Nah. Listen, hey, hey, listen, what are you doing after this, man? Want to uh, take a ride, uh, walk with me down towards Penn Station? I'm going to head home. I have things to do today. There's a nice little park, Jimmy, that I'm not trying to entice you to get an espresso with me, but there's a little park I go to. So not, I mean, not, a park's kind of a, a, a stretch. It's a little tiny. It's like, it's like this between, 
what is it? Um, thirty uh, fourth and thirty fifth. It's on thirty fifth. Awesome. And it's uh, it's 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 uh, on sick. I forgot exactly where it is. We can have but this discussion so, in the elevator. Oh, oh! You don't think the world wants to know about this? I don't know. Plus, but what if they see me there sipping espresso? They'll be like, "Look, he really does go there." Well, then they'll know. Thank you to everybody for listening to the program today. And thanks for Eric Anders for calling in. Can I apologize for the last, literally the last three minutes? <laughs> don't need to apologize. It was awful, Jimmy. Yeah, well, it's okay. All right, Jimmy. Oh, and by the way, uh, I'm getting back to a lot of people on uh, Instagram. But I can't get back to everybody, Jimmy. I try, Jimmy. I try to, to reach out to everybody, but I of can't. Of course, you're busy. You know? Of course. And I like the positivity, but the negativity, they could just eat a D. I, I uh, can't deal with it. You're right. I like positivity. Absolutely. On that note, Jimmy, goodbye. Goodbye. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.